So I'm trying to wait just a few seconds whenever I hit record on these. Um, I've spoken about it before. I, I have these uh, noise canceling earbuds that I use from Raycon that are that are awesome. They're called gaming earbuds. Uh, that's the, the brand name or the model name. <laughs> and uh, there's just a little bit of a delay uh, on the initial recording input. You kind of have a little bit of a noise dump. So if you ever hit play on this and there's a five, six, seven, ten second delay, I'm just trying to let that little noise explosion get out of the way. And I've not been sending these to Brandon. Brandon runs a hardware store and does about a thousand other things where he lives outside of Shreveport, Louisiana. And uh, crazy time of year for Christmas. Just all the new products, people wanting to buy anything that's new and innovative for loved ones for, for Christmas. And so he has a thousand things going on. So I'm trying to be a little more cognizant of my, my tone of voice and, and the volume that I use because I, I know it's hard enough to listen to podcasts to make time to do something like that because we're all working 50, 60, 70 hours a week struggling to pay bills, trying to make time for family and then in the midst of, of those crazy weeks trying to, to make time for our own sanity and our own mental health. Life just seems like it gets busier and busier and busier, and, and I'm not necessarily sure that it's that it's beneficial or helpful. All of the different things that create that busyness, but that is our reality. So, having said all that, if I sound a little more monotone, it is intentional. Just so maybe this is a bit more of a pleasant listening experience for you. If, gets back into listening to these uh, if I am indeed able to get back into routine and do these on a regular basis. And routines are what I was thinking about this morning as I climbed into the old Suzuki to head up Highway 63. Spotify sends out what they call the wrapped session through email at the end of the year for anyone that does podcast content on the Anchor application, which, which they own and they provide to the public. And it was very interesting just to see yesterday when I was waiting in the dentist office at 7.30 in the morning, filling some old orthodontic bracket removal for my teeth that have been in there for God knows how many decades. Than a dental cleaning. It's a full blown morning. I pulled up this email from Spotify. It basically summarizes what your podcast was, how many hours of content you created, how many different countries comprise the listenership. And it was really interesting statistics. It was pretty, it was, I mean, it was mind-opening, mind-blowing, whatever you want to call it. And I, I just thought to myself in that moment, whatever small blip on the radar this podcast and these episodes have made in the last year and a half, that's not nothing. 
that's not something that's, that's it's not worth pursuing. And I don't ever, I don't ever plan on this to be an expose or, or any type of what's the word? Cry for attention. I'm not trying to, to air my dirty laundry. But I think sometimes my wife is okay with me communicating some some honest, some honest sentiment out there just because there might be an opportunity someday where someone's in a really dark place and listens to these and if they find any type of encouragement if God is able to give me uh, the ability, uh, the skill set to, to be encouraging to someone or to give me the opportunity, I, I hope that I I hope that I get out of the way and provide encouragement to that individual. But uh, my wife and I had some counseling sessions several months ago trying to learn how to more effectively communicate with each other and to to really find a way to not let small things fester and turn into big things and get into to giant arguments over stupid things at the end of the day when you're through the conflict and you take a step back and you take a deep breath and you look back and what it was and it's always it's not the singular thing that you think created that argument it's, it's weeks or months of tension or unresolved issues and dysfunctional communication that, that's not been addressed and we've had it we've had a really good run since those counseling sessions we've, we've, we've been in a good place and we've had a few ugly disagreements here in the last week and a half and it's, it's towards the end of the year, it's the holidays. The holidays are always, I'm not even gonna say pseudo stressful. I, I miss my parents. For any of you that listen to this, that know the dark humor that I operate with is, is a messed up coping mechanism. Some of the crazy things that I've said in and around Knoxville and in and around my social circle and my work world. I miss my parents more every year during Christmas time and New Year's because it's it's the ultimate family holiday and and now with Emerson it just amplifies everything and so there's there's a lot of internal stress that I probably bring home from that and that's not my wife's fault or anyone's fault and so that's some of it but the the, the point is we had lunch yesterday talking about this, talking about trying to be more patient with each other and remembering the principles and, and the fundamentals, the things that we went through during our counseling sessions four or five months ago. And something that came up is just how much I talk and trying to find a release for that. And I said routines at the beginning of this episode. This podcast needs to be something that is a routine for me. My prayer life on a daily basis needs to be something that is a routine for me. And I, I can't speak to anyone else out there. If you have built-in parts of your personality and built-in parts of who you are, whether you're super social, a social butterfly, whether you're more introverted and, and you're someone that and does research and, and scours the, the web for, for Easter eggs on cool movies and, and science fiction and you like H.P. Lovecraft and, and 
that that went off on a tangent. But everyone is their own special case study. And and finding routines in everyday life, and I've spoken about this before on any of my random rambling and ranting podcasts that I've done in the last year and a half plus. Routines keep you sane. Routines help your marriage and your your important relationships stay functional and healthy. Routines are good for your heart, your general health, your, your exercise and fitness levels. Not all routines are good. But to have a, a set behavior, to have a schedule, to have a routine that you're trying to follow. I think that's what my father struggled with when he retired. And if we could have had something more productive and, and more physically functional set up for him when he did retire from General Electric... He might be a man that's, that's in his 80s right now. You never know. But this podcast is going to be something that I have to throw more time at. Not because I'm an egomaniac, but because it's very helpful for my brain. And those internal skill sets, those internal intrinsic details of who you are as a human being, and these are not the only options. These are just generalizations, whether you're an introvert introverted person that reads a lot and does a lot of research and, and, and likes intellectual properties and, and interesting movies and, and, and podcasts and you're, you're close with a tight circle of friends and, and you don't necessarily make the first step or the first introduction to socialize with someone new but when someone is brought into your circle you're a very trustworthy person people appreciate your conversation they know that you're genuine, and if you're going to throw your emotional attention and attachment at someone, it better mean something. That relationship, it better mean something. If you're someone like that, or if you're someone like me, I can talk to these construction barrels, these caution barrels that I'm looking at on the sides of Highway 63 because they expand the lanes. I can talk to this guardrail on my left. I can talk to myself for seven straight hours in the vehicle, and I've done it. There was a point in my life where God had to just turn on this switch inside of me or I wasn't going to make it. Uh, and I, I mean that literally. Like I don't think that I would have made it. And, and I don't know if it would have been self-harm or, or, or if it would have just been a human being in a body that wasted away. But I was morbidly introverted at certain points in my life. And whenever I went to college, there was just survival, a survival of the, the fittest mentality, I didn't have the ability or the desire or the, the know-how to socialize and just make up conversation with people. And, and God fixed that, and I've talked about that before at some point. I don't know what he did. I don't know how he did it. That's why he's God, and I'm, I'm this random guy in East Tennessee that's driving them up and down the highway trying to sell you pickles and bottled water and everything else that you need for your bar, restaurant, and grill. If anyone is opening up any restaurant concepts in the East Tennessee corridor around Knoxville, the I-75 corridor, Virginia, Tennessee, Kentucky state lines, please uh, message your boy through the Anchor app. I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding at all. 
But the ability to converse with anyone, the ability to maintain conversations, the ability to try to genuinely invest in, in other people and relationships, getting to know people, getting to understand who they are, who their family is, what they're about. Whatever I was before, that, that creature's dead, and God turned me into this. So that's my skill set. That's what I do. And I, I, I don't do it disingenuously. I'm trying to care. I want to care. I want people to know that they matter. As cliched and figure of speechy as grandiose as that sounds, it's a cold world out here. And you start to realize how small your social circle is. And I never realized that more than when I left Equal. I thought I had 25 friends. I may have had two and a half. Two people in the torso. And I don't say that to complain. I don't say that to whine. I don't say that for sympathy or for anyone to feel sorry for me. I say that because it's an eye-opening experience. And I'm 43 years old now, and I, I realize that social circle starts to shrink. I don't know if that's alliteration or not, where you say like seven straight words with the same letter, but social social circle starts to shrink. Say that seven times fast. I just had, I wouldn't even call it an epiphany. I just had a moment on the highway in the last six months where I thought to myself, man, if you're lucky enough to have three or four people out there that really care about you, and if, if that group includes people outside of your immediate family that are not forced to care for you because of blood ties, what a fortunate individual you are. And so what does any of that have to do with routine? Your routine can be everything when it's trying to help you maintain mental health and sanity and not focus on how small you are in the fabric of this world and try to help you focus away from how myopic and singularly focused your worldview can be. People reach a certain age threshold, and if they're not in a serious relationship or they don't have children, they assign that to themselves with all these negative connotations and all these negative designations, and they point fingers and they wonder, why me? What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. Life is such a random, gerbil will, NBA draft lottery ball it's impossible to predict and to forecast. There's no way to know what Monday is going to look like versus Tuesday versus Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that all brings me back to routine. I have to pray in the morning on a daily basis as I get my day started. And I have to communicate with the Lord. I have to understand that He hears me though I know internally he hears all of us. And I wish that I did such a better job of communicating my faith to people. I have a very foul mouth that I've used in social settings before, and, and there's days that that makes me feel extremely guilty. And there's days that, that I think to myself, well, maybe that's a lot of road noise. I apologize. Lots and lots of rumble strips. There's days that I think to myself, well, maybe I'm just, you know, Maybe I'm part of John the Baptist lineage, wrapped up in burlap, burlap sacks, eating 
honey and beeswax, just dropping F-bombs for the Lord out there, telling the truth, telling it like it is. I don't know where on the spectrum of humanity and on the spectrum of realization I, I, I fall. I guess it just depends on which day of the week it is. But I've always prayed and I've always hoped that I live my life in a way that's encouraging to other people. And there might be questions that get asked, you know, what makes Jeb that way? And I'd, I'd like to be so much more active in my, my portrayal and my advertising and the sharing of my faith. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how that gets fleshed out. Because you live in a world now where there's 27,000 non-binary identifications. And any conversational topic is an opportunity to offend someone. Or it's a point of finger or to have a, a finger pointed at you. We have never lived that I'm aware of. Of course, my frame of reference is very small being 43 years old. I'm not 107. Um, I'm not a redwood tree that's 300 years old. So I only know so much. Have we ever been more polarized than we are now as a country? I've been to all these different sales training classes over the years where it says, find the yes, find the yes. I think the world that we live in now, it's, it's, it's find the offense, find the rage, find the sensitivity. And it's, it's so very unhealthy. Uh, no matter what your religious beliefs are, no matter what you think about Roe v. Wade, no matter what your political leanings are, at the end of the day, one thing rings true. We're all human beings. I don't care if you identify as a cat or a pencil sharpener or if you identify as a, as a white male from DeSoto Parish who was born in the 1970s. We're all human beings at the end of the day. And, and we are all struggling to survive this world the best that we can. And I really and truly wish that our routine was to take stock of that daily and to try to encourage each other, to try to pat each other on the back, to try to have a word of affirmation that's legitimate, to also be critically constructive when the time comes for that, and to support people with a real thought-out advice. But the routines that I mentioned just now between this podcast and between prayer these are moments in my life that have to stay focused and they have to stay balanced and they have to stay present every day because if not I turn into a psychopathic werewolf with Cajun tendencies and a wind boat and, and a, a t-shirt potato gun that launches alligators at people I, I don't know what I'm talking about you get the idea if you, if you have a routine, a pattern, a schedule that works for you, that helps keep you sane, if you get off that for, for any length of time, you're going to transform into something else. You're going to be stressful. You're going to be you're, you're, to other people. You're going to be stressed out in general, internally. You're going to be pissed off. You're going to be grumpy. You're going to be combative. You're, you're, not, you're not yourself. And your relationships with others, your loved ones, your coworkers, everyone will suffer because of that. So 
I don't know if you're a person that lives by routine, that lives by scheduled behavior, that follows something with an internal calendar, but I would highly recommend looking into that if that is not the case for you. If you're someone that struggles with all of these different internal machinations that exist in our brain, our own messed up internal monologue, excuse me, monologue, internal dialogue, all the crazy things that we say to ourselves on a daily basis, all of the crazy insecurities and the rabbit holes that we fall down. For me, it's prayer and podcast and perspective. I find it to be immensely beneficial when I'm trying to start my day and I'm trying to go throughout my week. And I'm really hopeful that this podcast is something that I can get back into on a consistent basis, whether I'm able to involve Brandon on the uh, post-sound production or not, and I hope that I am certainly. But if he's too busy, he's too busy. Then it comes down to my tone of voice and the volume, as I said earlier, just being cognizant of many things. I hope you folks are having a good Christmas week. Excuse me, I appreciate a little bit of time that you spend with me if you listen to any of these. If you have any questions or comments, suggestions, thoughts or reflection, what have you, reach out to me. But have a great day, and I will talk to you soon.